What is going on, replacements? We're back, baby! Me, Marcus, the CPO, here, as always, with our beautiful interim commissioner forever, the ICF, Louis Napolitano. Lou, are you ready for football? I am so ready. This week has been exciting. Oh, Jesus. It's been so exciting. <laughs> I can't we've wait all, to talk about it. We've only had one game played so far, which was a snoozer, but I everything going on off the field with Antonio Brown, my third round pick. Oh, boy, that has been a saga all in itself, and it's still unfolding. So everyone in the league is uh, very happy with that. I wasn't, but uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. I have moved on from Antonio Brown. <laughs> yes, let's talk about that in a second. Let's talk about the draft. Let's talk about that. All right, let's, let's go to the draft. So we held that two weeks ago, uh, lovely Las Vegas. You paid for an amazing suite, lots of food from the league. Uh, I had a great time at the draft. One of my favorites ever. It was fun. I did have a good time. The suite was definitely the way to go. Uh, I feel like now, every year, we got to go bigger and better because that was fun. That was fun. It was great. And I got to say, I'm super proud of the league as a whole because I feel like everyone, not a weak draft per se from anyone, everyone kind of did it smart. And yes, I'm talking about you, Christina. Uh, very proud of her draft. So let's let's give it a quick recap. First five picks were running backs. Any surprises within those first five for you, Lou? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Particularly the second overall pick, uh, David Johnson, number two. Uh, that was shocking. I mean, you, he did not have a good year last year. I mean, he's talented. Definitely talent-wise a number two pick, but not not having a great year last year. Uh, new offense, new quarterback, a lot of question marks. Definitely a first-round pick. I just wasn't I wasn't feeling him up there in the top three. Certainly, certainly not ahead of Alvin Kamara or even CMC, who you know my my take on CMC. I still would not have taken him there. I was never going to draft CMC. I was definitely you know I love Alvin Kamara. Just, you know, being here in Arizona, listening to the Cardinals podcast all year, keeping up on the reports, being a homer for sure. (laughs) I'm all in on this new offense. Like, I'm going to ride or die with it. So I want to go with DJ. I've always wanted him on my fantasy team. So I was like, this is a season to do it. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And I lose yet again, you know. So nothing will change. But uh, I would have taken Saquon if Greg went homer with CMC. I'm, I'm telling you that right now. Well, but, I think Greg is too smart to be a homer, so good for him because, you know, you clearly were not smart. No. And neither was I, so. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, we're both homers. Uh, hoops, all off season long, throwing up the Christian McCaffrey smokescreen. You're saying off pod, he panicked at the third pick by taking Kamara. Um, I don't think he panicked. It's a great pick taking Kamara. I think he just wanted CMC so bad, but he knew that everybody wanted. He knew that everybody knew he wanted CMC so bad. I think he feared himself into not wanting to be ridiculed by taking CMC and took Kamara just out of the fear that he'd be ridiculed because he does a lot of things out of fear. <laughs> and then, of course, number four, uh, another wild card pick from my dad, taking Nick Chubb at number four, who rose really quickly in the rankings that day, if you remember, <laughs> uh, ADP-wise. Why do you think that happened? 
Uh, I mean, everybody's hyped up on the Browns' offense. Everybody thinks it's going to be an explosive offense. It has all the talent, and it and it looks like on paper it looks like it should be. So, uh, and he's a, he looks like he's a true workhorse there. There's not many running backs that are gonna get the carries that Nick Chubb will probably get. Kareem Hunt is not a fear because he's not going to be back until week 10, 11, or whatever it is. And, and you know, they still got to ease him into the game. So, I, yeah, I, I mean, he was definitely on my board. He was my number two guy if, if my number one guy wasn't there. Interesting. Uh, and then we have Christina doing what we all said she was going to do, taking uh, DeAndre Hopkins with that number six pick, super solid, wide receiver one. I mean, she would have been crazy to pick anyone else, right? No. No, I mean, it, it's a smart pick, but I mean, I think there were definitely players there that she could have took. I think everybody was scared about taking Zeke in the contract, but I, I really I felt like Zeke was definitely going to be in there. He wasn't really on my board, to be honest with you, but uh, just because I had the two guys I wanted. If he was on my board, I'd say he was probably number three behind, behind Le'Veon and behind Nick Chubb. Uh, that could be a mistake. I mean, he is Zeke. He does get the carries. He's a monster. But no, I don't think I don't think it was a bad pick for her. I think it was a great pick. But I think she could have took other people, and it would have been just fine for her as well. Well, Sean went on to take OBJ at number seven. Um, a little bit of a reach according to AB, uh, ADP. Of course, I'm um, one to talk. But uh, was this just for his real Browns Bros reveal, which was phenomenal? Um, I think it was. 60% he is all in on the Browns being an explosive offense, and 40% he wanted to be a real Browns bro and have a Brown on his team. <laughs> Here you go, going uh, homer pick with Le'Veon Bell. I think it's a solid pick at uh, number eight. I mean, he's young, he's talented, he is a top three fantasy back when he's Le'Veon Bell and it's just a matter of the question mark is if that offense is going to be good enough around him or if he's going to make that offense good enough I mean it, we'll see he's going to get the bulk of the carries there's there weren't a lot of running backs there that are workhorses this year there's maybe three or four and Le'Veon is no question a work going to be the workhorse there I love the pick Lou now, yeah. now we whoa I'm hearing some video close your browsers Jesus or mute <laughs> anyway Genie uh, with Devontae Adams, who has already played this week. Got him, I think, with, let me check my notes, four-ish points, something like that. Uh, I think he got like six or seven. I think he had five catches for 54 yards or some some nonsense like that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. five. Yeah, 5.6. Uh, that sucks. I don't think that is indicative, though, of the season coming up. Just a really good Bears defense. Too bad the Bears' offense couldn't get anything going. So, uh, yeah, Green Bay, uh, that is definitely a defense to look at. And I think Gene has that defense as well. So, uh, very good for him. Yep. And then, as, as you mentioned, Randy, he went homer. Ezekiel Elliott, probably the steal of round one. Yeah, without question. You get Zeke Elliott at 10. Um, he's a top three. I mean... Yeah, I mean, this he shouldn't he shouldn't have been a ten. Even I was passing on him, so I can't be too critical of everybody else. But I mean, he should have went a lot higher. Well, the contract is solidified, and yeah, good for Randy. He gets his homer pick, uh, Zeke Squad two point But as I mentioned last time, he was Zeke Squad. He lost the league so uh looking forward to Randy uh being a new member of the Wendell Takahaki 
plaque of shame. Takakaki? Takaka, yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm very excited about that plaque, by the way. I think it's nice, a good evolution for the league. And, uh, yeah, no one wants to be untried on that thing. No, I don't think anybody wants to be on that thing. But let's be honest. My team sucks. So, <laughs> so does mine. It's going to be mine. No, I'll uh, be there. You're going to beat me this weekend. And, uh, yes, begin my descent. All right, Nikki and uh, Googs round out the first round with uh, Nikki taking Todd Gurley. Also, uh, also a guy I think probably shouldn't have dropped that far. Everybody's right. so scared of that injury. But, uh I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. I By just, all accounts, he's healthy. So yeah. I mean, it scared me from taking him. Um, he really was should have been my number two guy behind Le'Veon because uh, I'm a homer. But uh, he wasn't. So, yeah, he, he, he went at 11, and that's a great pick. Well, Nicky uh, writing wrongs from last season when Todd Gurley was staring him in the face. Uh, at the two pick, but he picked Le'Veon Bell, ironically, and then, of course, we all know how that went. And then uh, Googs, James Conner to finish the first round over Julio Jones, over Michael Thomas, Travis Kelsey. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, yeah, you got to take him there. I mean, my gut feeling is he's not going to play the full 16, and, and that could be an issue for him, but talent production yeah he's he's definitely he's definitely worth the pick there it's just a matter of injury like cmc same for me scares me off i'm just afraid of his injury talent production probably gonna be great when he's playing i just the injuries scare me off well i was uh it was a super fun first round and you know i alluded to earlier the i'm really proud of the league i feel like those first one or two rounds you know who you want and they did move at a brisk pace um, it wasn't until we got later in the draft when Randy was taken forever. I think even Greg at the uh, beginning of the third round couldn't decide what he wanted to do. Gave it to me. I ended up picking Antonio Brown, who I was not going to pick. My plan was DJ, on Johnson, and then Mike Evans. Who sniped on Johnson uh, from me right before I was up in the second round and thus began to spiral into madness. That is the Antonio Brown situation. So, Lou, as of this podcast, uh, Antonio Brown has officially been released by the Raiders, and he has been traded by me to Spatty. I'm done dealing with it. Spatty gave me a phenomenal offer yesterday I should have pulled the trigger on, and I didn't. And everything was looking good for AB. And then, of course, I wake up this morning to about a million messages in our group chat and Twitter notifications. <sighs> it was a fun morning to wake up to. I will tell you that. I mean, we did. I mean, we did speak last night right before we both right. went to bed, and uh, I believe I said, and to, I, I wasn't correct, but I was kind of correct. I did say he'll be suspended by Monday, so <laughs> I guess he just went a little bit step further, and uh, yeah, he's he's released. He will not be playing Monday. I'm not sure he's going to be playing anywhere this year. Quite honestly, uh, you know, looking at some of the reports coming in, Antonio Brown wants guaranteed money. I don't see anybody giving him a guaranteed contract for what he's going to be looking for. And to be quite honest, talent-wise, again, for what he's worth. I mean, he's worth a lot of money. Uh, he's a head case, and I don't know if anyone really takes a chance on him. Exactly. I don't yeah, think anyone wants to deal with that. I, yeah. I, I don't see any front office wanting to deal with that. You know, the big yeah. jokes online are, oh, the Patriots yep. will take yep. him. I don't think yeah. Bill Belichick wants to deal with that. Neither no. is Tom Brady. 
I don't I don't think so. I, I think it's an absolute mess. It's just, you know, I mean, if somebody gets injured, if there's, a, you know, some crazy injury that happens to a team that's thin at wide receiver, then maybe, um, you know, we'll see. But I just can't I can't think of a team that would want to take a gamble on him. To be honest, I mean, maybe it's somewhat of irony, but if there was ever a team that would take a gamble on a player like Antonio Brown in this situation, it would be the Raiders. But <laughs> they, they're the one that just let him go. So uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know who does that. Like uh, I even I think the uh, you know. You got a team like the Cardinals that, you know, they got a lot of good young receivers, but they're trying to build something there. So absolutely not. I look at the Jets at my team and I'm like, we're kind of thin at receiver. But again, we're a young team. I, we can't bring in a head case like that to mess up the culture. Talent wise would be great, but no. Uh, Steelers, obviously. Nope, they're not taking them. <laughs> right. They got rid of them. Uh, not the he, Bills. Yeah, he, he, he was there for a hot second. Yeah, he was there for a hot a lot second. Of people forget that. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot that until you just mentioned it. So, yeah, not the Bills. He's not going there. Miami's in full tank mode, so they're not taking on any kind of talented players. So, uh, I had a Tennessee. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. I mean, people have we'll mentioned s- them, but uh, We'll see. We're not in a position to speculate here about A.B. I, all I know is. He is not my freaking problem anymore. I'm very happy about that. Spatty, yeah. good luck to you, sir. I do I do wish you know, Antonio Brown plays somewhere. Um, but, yeah, not my problem anymore. I'm done riding the roller coaster. So, Lou, I know you're a little pressed for time, so let's get into bit. this week's uh, matchups uh-huh. uh, before let's... you go watch it. It. Uh, we'll save you and me for last. Let's go with uh, Spatty, you know, newly acquired uh, – he just got A.B., and he is facing my dad, Roy Murray. I am the sleeper. Uh, they've already had some uh, skin of the game Thursday night. Allen Robinson quietly gave him 13.7 points. Spatty got four from Aaron Jones. How do you see this matchup shaking out? Uh, it's going to be interesting at the end of the day. I will tell you that. I think uh, it's a good matchup. I think uh, Roy got off to the hot start with Allen Robinson. You know, uh, a couple of players on his team are going to be a little bit questionable this week. I think Calvin Ridley going up against Minnesota is going to be a tough matchup for him. So I'm not I'm not sure Calvin has a big game. I think uh, I think Vance McDonald's getting a little bit too much hype. So I'm not I'm not sold on him either. Um, yeah, I don't I don't. It's going to be close. I will say, uh, man, I don't know. It's going to I'm be a close at, game. I'm it's look- a toss up. It's a toss up. I'm- well, I'm looking at that Chris Carson right there, and I think uh, Chris Carson, you know, against the Bengals, I'm really liking that matchup. I, I am giving the edge to Roy. Uh, just looking at Spatty's team with Aaron Jones disappointing. I mean, Mark Ingram could do very well against the Dolphins, so we'll see. I, I, I'm in agreement with you. Roy's projected to win at this moment, but this could be very, very close. Yeah, it's going to be close. I would, I would – I still give Spatty the edge in this one, to be honest with you, but it's going to be close. All right, let's move on to our next matchup, which is a very puzzling choice of team names, uh, considering neither of these players are on the team. We have Gene's team of the holdout hero with a picture of Ezekiel Elliott, not on his team, not holding out. So we need to change that, Gene. And then we have Greg Antonio's helmet. The helmet seems like it was 10 years ago at this point, right, Lou? Yeah, I I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Uh, (laughs) 
interesting matchup here. I think, uh, again, I think it's going to be close. I'm going to give the edge to Greg. Greg. I, think, I like yeah. Greg's team. I like Greg's team. I think he's got a couple of low-key guys that are going to have big years this year in his it's wide receivers. Yeah. yeah, Tevin Coleman's yeah. kind of standing out to me, talking about low-key there in the flex. Kenny Galladay should have a freaking Galladay against the Cardinals this Sunday with that, uh, what, third-string uh, cornerbacks. And, oh, God, yeah, fire him up. Uh, yeah. Gene, as we mentioned earlier, Devontae Adams, five points. Tyreek Hill yeah, just that... got a big extension. I mean, I'm looking at Yeah, but he's going up against pieces. Jacksonville, though. His matchups are tough. So the fact that... You know, he's got two of the best wide receivers in the game. He's going to be fine for this year. Just this week, when you got Devontae Adams going up against the Bears, only putting up 5.6, and then Tyreek Hill going to be shadowed by Jalen Ramsey all day. I don't see a lot out of him this week. He might get something. Uh, yeah, it's going to be I, I give the edge to Greg. I think he just got better matchups this all week. All right. Moving on, Professor Promo, who I miss dearly and sorely awaiting a video from Professor Promo, going up against Zeke Squad 2.0, who uh, already had his quarterback play, Aaron Rodgers, 15 points against the Bears defense, got lucky with that Jimmy Graham touchdown, 8.9 points from Tariq Cohen, who didn't, I guess he didn't play a single (laughs) snap at running back that game, that was all wide receiver, is that true? I was working. Um, no, he, uh, he, he was in the backfield a couple of times, but it was kind of decoy stuff. So yeah, I mean, he got most of his stuff and then a couple of passes were screen passes out of the backfield. So yeah, that's a, that's a three headed monster over there with the running backs. And to be quite honest, they all looked kind of decent. Uh, their problem is going to be Mitchell Trubisky. But with that said, I like professor promo this week. I think, uh, I think he is tough matchup is going to be Mahomes, but I, I think he's got some decent matchups with everybody else on his team. Other than his his running back, he's got Joshua Jackson. Uh, oh, Justin you know. Jackson of the Los Angeles oh, Justin, just Justin Jackson, whatever his name is. Joshua, what? Justin, I, I don't care. Sh- he's Shanton- a nobody. Well, he's Shant not and I are Gordon. <laughs> he's not Melvin Gordon. Shant and I are both rolling the dice, uh, playing our uh, Chargers running backs this week, and seeing how that shakes out. You gotta love Week One of fantasy. You just you can make all these preparations, but you really don't know. But I'll be surprised if Patrick Mahomes uh, doesn't outscore Aaron Rodgers in regards to that matchup. So I will give the edge to Professor Promo. I'm glad we're in agreement so far in all these. Yeah, matchups. so far, so far we are. Yeah. All right. Next up. Oh, your favorite team, uh, mm-hmm. Jason and the Fitz, taking on Nuke, 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 Nuke. How many emojis is that? Yeah, okay, uh, Christina. It took me a while to decipher that division. I mean, she literally should just have two emojis, but whatever. <laughs> it should be Nuke and a bomb. That's it. But anyway, nuke, whatever. Nuke the bomb. Yeah. Uh, Jason uh, in the Fitz, he was loving on David Montgomery, as was a majority of the fantasy community. But five points later, uh, not so much. Yeah, I mean, listen, the three running backs, uh, rookie running backs I was loving on, and Montgomery, uh, Jacobs, and Miles Sanders were the three that I loved. The only one, in my opinion, that I felt like was going to get the bulk of the carries to start the season was Jacobs. I felt Montgomery and Sanders are going to be in committees, and they're going to have to earn those carries. And that just look, looks like what's going to happen there. He's going to have to earn to be the number one guy. He still might be the number one guy. Just right now, it doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon. 
With that said, I like his matchups. I think uh, I, I give Jason the edge on this one. I mean, of course, he didn't have Carry a great, on Johnson. Yeah, I he mean, didn't have, the, a, great, the guy he didn't I have a great Montgomery showing, but uh, I still think he pulls out the win this week. Carry on Johnson's going to get 32 points against that Cardinals rush defense on Sunday. Damn you, Hoops, for sniping him from me. And then, of course, every time Tom Brady throws a touchdown to Julian Edelman, Hoops gets those points. So, yes, I yeah. definitely see Jason and the Fitz. Going one and zero. Yeah. All right. Well, this is rare. This is rare. We're, we're complete <laughs> agreements. All right. We are. All right. Two more matchups, Lou. We got Nikki with a Y taking on Gooks for no fucking reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm excited about this matchup. Neither of them have uh, anyone played. They're projected pretty easily, but uh, evenly. But questionable tag on Stefan Diggs. Uh, Diggs with that hammy. How do you feel? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's got, he's got wide receivers on the bench. He'll be fine to plug somebody in for Stefan Diggs that, uh, that I think will be okay. He's, he's got like Shepard. Yeah, he's got Shepard. He'll be fine there. So I don't think it changes. Like, I, I don't care about the projections. I don't think it'll change the output. I think they're both going to be similar in what they produce. Uh, another close matchup. Uh, looking at these matchups, I gotta say I I kind of like I kind of like Googs's team just a little bit better. Yep, we are in disagreement there. I'm just looking at Matt Ryan versus those Vikings. I mean, there's the double points with Ryan and Julio Jones, but Nikki, I'm feeling good about the double points with Wentz and Alshon Jeffrey. Michael Thomas, Todd Gurley. Uh, we'll see. You know what? You you could convince me, Googs will win this but we, we will see this is a very close one in my opinion yeah it's super close i just think there's a couple of matchups i like a little bit better um for googs on this one i think you know tight end zach Ertz has a better matchup dallas is a great defense i think running back philip Lindsay's got a better matchup than derrick henry i think james connor and Gurley. that'll be interesting Gurley's Gurley. he'll he'll ball out uh will fuller healthy is going to get some points Julio might have some issues, but I got to tell you, Julio is is not, I don't know, he, he, I don't care the defense, Julio's going to get his catches one way or the other, Michael Thomas is going to get his, it's literally going to come down to the kicking, and Matt Bryant going up against Minnesota's defense, he might not get that many opportunities, whereas Brett Meyer over there will get plenty of opportunities, and I think their defenses are pretty even, uh, the matchup though with uh, Nikki for Indianapolis's offense is probably better than Atlanta's so yeah it's close I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with with Googs just to just to be on the opposite side of you on this one all right well uh, we're definitely not going to be on the opposite side of our final matchup of the week when it comes to me versus you Marcus and Murray versus alcohol fueled Lou congrats <laughs> yeah thank you I'll take it I, I take myself <laughs> as well uh, I just one, you're playing a rookie quarterback against a tough defense. I'll take that any day of the week. Two, Cooper Cup coming back from that knee injury. I think he won't be solid until about game nine or ten. It's going to be a little bit rusty getting in there. But, you know, we'll see about that. All uh, the reports I've read regarding Cooper Cup is he is the number one wide receiver uh, right now for the Rams, according to beat reporters, stuff I've read. Jared Goff loves him, so I'm, I'm really kind of banking on that. I Mike, know you are. Yeah, Mike Evans, uh, you know, oh, my God, like, everyone's loving him and that Bruce Arians offense. Their running backs suck. They're going to be playing uh, San Francisco and what should be a barn burner, according to all the pundits. But as we go down my uh, lineup, Austin Eckler, big question mark. Njoku, 
I love. I wanted a brownie. I'm a Browns bro. I needed him, but yeah, you got Landry and. Uh, yeah, there's OBJ. a lot. There's a lot to go around in that offense, so it's a, it was tough. I liked Njoku too, but looking at that team, I'm like, yeah, there's a lot to go around. So we'll see. Um, Antonio Brown not playing is. Uh, I don't know if that's a blessing or not for you right now. To be quite he's honest. not even on my team. I plugged in Deshaun <laughs> Jackson. Trading broken. Him. Yeah, broken finger and all for Deshaun Jackson, but it's against the Redskins. I freaking love that matchup. And then I'm waiting to see on my dart throws down below what kind of happens with people like DK Metcalf and my newly acquired uh, Curtis Samuel, Miles Sanders. But, Lou, I'm loving Lev Bell this week. I'm loving Amari Cooper, Russell Wilson, of course. Question mark around Damian Williams with that Shady McCoy acquisition. Well, I'm not, worried, course, I'm not worried about that at all, to be honest with you. The only thing I'm worried about with Damian Williams this week is going up against Jacksonville's defense. Damian Williams will be the number one. He will get the bulk. I have no – there's no running back by committee where it's getting split 50-50. That's just not happening. Did anybody watch LaShawn McCoy play last year? He was not uh, good. Good. Yeah, so he <laughs> might have a little juice left in this offense in spot situations, which good for him. But, again, it'll be spot situations. Damian's the number one. Let's be honest. But whatever, I am taking you to win this matchup thanks to Josh Jacobs, the dagger into my team Monday night final game. Yes, I got to wait all the way till then to lose, so that's going to be fun. But uh, yeah, I'm just excited fantasy's back. You know, I've already had enough fantasy drama in the past week to last me a whole season with Antonio Brown, so I'm glad I've washed my hands of that. But uh, Lou, any final thoughts before we head into week one? No, nope. I'm just excited we're back. I can't wait to uh, get this uh, season rolling, and uh, I can't wait to continue potting. It's going to be fun. All right, sir. We'll go enjoy it. Chapter two. I can't wait to watch that. Maybe I can watch it tonight sometime. I don't know. But all right, league. Uh, good luck to everyone, except for you, Lou. I was just joking. I want to win. And uh, <laughs> glory to the Falco. See you next time. See ya.